Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. London, England. Home to everyone who is anyone, from Paddington Bear to the Queen. This great capital has stood at the forefront of industry and culture for a millennia. Best known for our dry wit and wet weather, it is really the people and history of London that make this city so great. We're bringing you a comprehensive guide of all things to see and do in London. From food and drink to unique local attractions, follow us on a journey through this capital steeped in history and discover the hidden wonders of this magnificent city. This is Discover London. I'm Olivia Cox. And I'm Derek O'Reilly. And together we're going to take you on a tour of London. Mayfair is famous for its exclusive shops, restaurants and residential properties. The area also has the largest concentration of five-star hotels in London. We headed to Brown's Hotel to discuss the area over some tea and cake. Good morning. Welcome to Brown's. Thank you. Thank you. Obviously now we're in Mayfair. Is that an area that you need to know a lot about? to be a taxi driver? Well, as you know, Olivia, to drive a taxi in London, you've got to complete the knowledge, which takes yes. three, three and a half years. Mayfair's key to that because it's so central. And from a taxi perspective, um, it's a really popular destination. You know, it's somewhere you're going to have to know very, very well. So tell me a little bit about the history then. Up until the 17th century, it was just fields. It was farmland around here. Oh, really? Here. Yeah. It became fashionable um, almost immediately because people moved out from the city and this was like a suburb of London, to be honest with you. It's actually named after the May Fair, which was held in Shepherd's Market. Um, it didn't stay there that long because as the area became fashionable, the residents complained about the fair, so it actually moved over to Bow in East London. Mayfair is an exclusive district. I mean, if you look at New Bond Street, Old Bond Street, all the designer shops are located on those streets. Yeah, it's got a very luxury feel, hasn't it? It has, absolutely, yes. Many famous residents lived in Mayfair, and this area has been home to several Prime Ministers. Winston Churchill lived here for a period of time. But of course, our current Queen, Queen Elizabeth II, she was born around here, wasn't she? She was. Queen Elizabeth II was born in Bruton Street, and there is actually a plaque there to mark the ah. event. Brown's Hotel is at the heart of Mayfair and has been for, you know, a few hundred years. And I have to say, it fits perfectly into that feeling of exclusivity and really opulence in Mayfair.
My name is Stuart Johnson. Um, I'm actually the general manager of Brown's Hotel. Brown's is the oldest hotel. It opened in 1837. It was opened by a gentleman called Mr. Brown, who was the butler for Lord Byron and his wife. Uh, they were given some money. They started off the hotel actually in Dover Street, um, where they acquired uh, a first house and then subsequently a few more and created Brown's Hotel. And so we are 11 townhouses um, that are connected into 117 bedrooms. And we are situated right in the heart of London, right in the heart of Mayfair, right in the heart of England. And therefore, we emanate an English experience. The hotel boasts several bars and restaurants, including a beautifully realized Donovan bar. Named after the famous photographer, guests can enjoy an array of stunning cocktails. There is also some rather risque artwork in this booth known as the Naughty Corner. Cheers. Cheers. Browns has welcomed many, many famous guests over the years. Um, Agatha Christie based Bertram's Hotel on Browns. Alexander Graham Bell made the first UK telephone call from Browns. Queen Victoria used to come for afternoon tea. Um, Rudyard Kipling wrote The Jungle Book, and we're actually sitting today in the Kipling suite that has just recently been remodelled. Like the rest of the hotel, the suite was designed and crafted to be quintessentially English, with artefacts placed as if they were in a patron's home. Kipling was a frequent visitor. Um, he stayed many, many times. Actually, in the entrance hall of the suite in which we sit, there is a letter to which he wrote from Browns. Um, so therefore, provenance that he was a regular guest. We have a desk that is situated actually in the bedroom of this suite um, to which we believe he sat and quilled the Jungle Book. The Hicks Mayfair restaurant specializes in the finest British seasonal cuisine and is adorned by artwork especially commissioned for the space. Two large Tracy Emin neons hang in the restaurant and so from both fashion, the art world and literary world, um, Browns uh, maintains its space in history. History was certainly made when Theodore Roosevelt decided to stay at Browns. Teddy Roosevelt was married from Browns, having stayed a week here um, and walked to um, St George's Hanover Square. And St George's Church is our next stop in Mayfair. My name is Stephen Wickner, and I'm the parish administrator of St George's Hanover Square in Mayfair. The church here was built between 1721 and 1724. It's in the classical style. The church was built um, in response to uh, expansion of London westwards, and uh, the big houses that were built in the area um, in the early 18th century reflected the needs of the people coming up for the London season. They needed the assistance of servants, they needed lawyers, they needed uh, doctors, they needed the whole business of life. St George's has always been a wedding church and they still have a number of uh, fairly high-profile weddings each year. Uh, President Teddy Roosevelt, the poet Shelley, uh, 
the author George Eliot. Marconi was married here. Um, Amy Johnson was married here. There are a number of interesting features in the church. When looking for a new organ, as we did a few years ago, we ended up with an excellent company in Chattanooga, Tennessee, who built us the very fine organ that we now have. As you come in the door is the window in the East End, um, which is not typical of the classical style of the 18th century. Uh, this is highly coloured and in fact is 16th century Flemish glass, uh, which as far as we know um, was looted by Napoleon at the beginning of the 19th century, ended up in a warehouse in storage and was taken out in about 1840. I believe the cost was a was a thousand pounds and part of it was put in here. It didn't all go in because the, the windows here were the wrong shape and there are parts of the glass that you'll find in a parish church in Wiltshire. Time to explore the art world in Mayfair and on the way we called in on Trumpers, a barber shop established over 100 years ago. The interior retains the original mahogany cubicles and glass display cases which were installed in the early 20th century. So now we have arrived at one of Mayfair's many art galleries. Let's meet the owner, John Martin. Hi John. Hello Olivia, welcome. Hi, nice Hello. to meet you. John, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you too. Pretty amazing space, tucked away up here. I was on the ground floor for about 20 years. We moved up in the summer and actually it's been fantastic, wonderful light. Yeah, How long have you been here? Uh, since 1992, so coming up to a quarter century. <laughs> that was quite a big anniversary, that one. It feels like a very arty area around here. Oh yes, and it has been for 150 years. I mean, now there are 190 galleries in Mayfair and St James's. And like ours, many of them are tucked away, first floor, second floor, third floor, as well as the ones on ground level. You really rely on the public to be brave and ring the buzzers. Once you're through the door, you'll always get a great welcome, and you know, it's free, and there's a lot of expertise here. If you're, if, you know, with, particularly with old master paintings, you know, people will be very happy to talk to you about it. So some galleries are showing older work. For us, we, we I always like working with artists, so living artists. Could you tell me something about this artist's work? Yes, yeah, so this is John Capel. All his paintings come based on his family's history and his history in one corner of Somerset. And what he's painting are memories almost, or folklores or reminiscences of Somerset as it was probably about 200 plus years ago. This is two years' work. This is another wow. really important thing. It's why the exhibition is so important for an artist. This is their moment on the stage, if you like. And this is when the critics come, the collectors come, other artists come. This is what they work towards. Yeah. And all of these paintings are all related. So they're like different chapters in the same, yeah. in a novel. The Browns London Art Weekend happens the first week in July. So that's where... Um, most of the galleries in the area are open on a Saturday, Sunday. It's a very, very friendly atmosphere. Um, you know, we encourage families to come and to start exploring what goes on in this area around the World Academy. 
Both art and science have had a home at the Royal Institution for over 200 years, and Charlotte New is the current curator of collections. Could you tell me something about where we are, please, Charlotte? Uh, so this is the main lecture theatre of the Royal Institution, um, and we've been here since 1799. The Royal Institution was formed to be a public place of science um, and we're the UK's oldest science communication institution. The development of photography was announced here by Henry Fox Talbot in 1839. James Clark Maxwell did his three-colour photograph and demonstrated that to the public here for the first time. Mybridge showed the zoetrope and the moving images for the first time here. The discovery of the electron was announced here. So those kind of people want to come and stand where Faraday lectured or where, yeah, you know, the great important. and the good lectured. So when you say that things were discovered or invented here, was this a working laboratory? Yes, and we still have, uh, I think there's six wet chemistry laboratories in the building where we're doing a project with UCL on nanotechnology. What's your favourite part of the whole building? My favourite part is the library. It's so light, and before this lecture theatre was converted into the space that you see now in 1800, the library held the early lecture space, um, and there's a fantastic mirror in the library that has uh, stood in that space since 1804 and has not moved. The museum holds all of the discoveries that were made on the, in the building or used in lectures, including all of Faraday's apparatus. Um, and you'll get a quite surprised when you go down to the museum and you'll see things like the first ever thermos flask, for instance, that was made here in 1892, uh, greenhouse gas. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This were discovered here in 1861 by John Tyndall. John Tyndall also proved why the sky was blue and did all of that kind of research here. And then Humphrey Davy 
2016 is the 200th anniversary of the development of the miners' safety lamp, so the Davy lamp and all of the original Davy lamps are downstairs. Now we can visit one of my favourite restaurants within the area. My name is Marco Fiore. We're here in Fino's in Mount Street. I've been in Mayfair Theatre Maths coming up to a few weeks shy of 60 years. As you see it today, it's a bigger, more developed site from where it was in the early 70s, because when my father opened up in 71, it was a bit of an overspill from the other restaurants he had upstairs and across the road. We do have people, customers, who keep coming back to us and say, well, don't change it, don't do this, don't do that. So whenever we do do anything, we just tinker with it in the smallest possible way. We've got this beautiful copper bar area. It's a fantastic, lovely area. Then we've got the boardroom, which is the room over here on the right, which is the seating area, but we use this for parties, lunches, dinners, so we can set it up in all sorts of different ways. Let's try to move with the times, bring the menu and the quality of it up to top level. We import all our wine directly from Italy. I have my suppliers in Parma, which is our hometown in Italy. And we buy Parma ham from there, cheese from there. So we like to buy everything from source and, and you know, have uh, a genuine product. In this area, we have uh, quite a lot of people in the specialist car industry here, brokers, etc. So they have sort of business drinks and, and, and fun as well, mostly, because you know, business and fun, fun and business go together. And we have a drink that sort of makes things move along a bit better, funny that. Uh, obviously, we love to see new customers, so everyone's welcome at Fino's from all over the world because that's where our customer base is from. As long as you've got a pound in your pocket, you're away. I'm Charles Somers-Smith. I'm Secretary and Chief Executive of the Royal Academy of Arts. The Royal Academy was established in 1768. It was set up partly to run an art school, partly in order to have an annual exhibition and partly to represent the interests of artists. Now, we're best known for doing really big exhibitions, but we still do what we originally were set out to do, teach students, look after the interests of artists and hold the annual summer exhibition. We've got big exhibitions coming up. We plan about five years in advance. The big exhibition next autumn is we're doing an exhibition about abstract expressionism. Uh, which will be a huge survey and of great importance. We're very, very unusual. Most people think we're funded by the government. We're not and never have been. When we have been offered government funding, we've turned it down twice in the 1830s and again in the 1860s. The government tried to incorporate us as a sort of ministry of culture. But the artists have always wanted to be free and independent. We're sitting in the drawing studio of the Royal Academy Schools we run a small postgraduate art school, and we have done ever since 1769. It takes about 50 students, and traditionally they used to do drawing in this room. We're now one of the very few art schools where we cover the cost of fees so that we get very, very good students. Increasingly, we produce students who are tremendously successful. Lynette Yodemboki was the, nominated for the Turner Prize in 2013. She's only one amongst a quite large number, increasingly large number of students who are going on to do great things. Olivia, Savile Row. Let's go and get fitted up. <laughs> okay. Come on. I'm uh, Ray Stowers, and this is my business, Stowers London. Totally about 33 years or so I've been working on Savile Row, and I would say, honestly, in about the last year, 
I've really sort of pinpointed what my vision of Savile Row should be. So we are quite different to the other shops. Uh, my thing is we make everything and anything. We make a wardrobe for people rather than just be classified as bespoke tailors. You style, design, advise people when to wear it, when not to wear it. So we'll make you your business suit, uh, dinner suits, morning suits, all the usual stuff. But I'll make you a crocodile jacket. I'll get someone come in and I want to do a fancy lining. I want to do something <laughs> fancy because I, I really want to give someone something individual. We'll still make them a you know classic suit, but we'll make them something a bit fun as well. There's one for you, Derek. This is a jacket for someone. So the dress is in London. So people will come to you and ask for a, a specific lining? Yeah, we have them uh, streets, maps, money, all sorts. We have thousands, you know, probably 10,000 fabrics there. And we're looking for new ones all the time. Ray, I noticed that this is a little bit more fitted than some of your other suits. Is it ladies tailoring? Yeah, with, with the ladies, we make any style, any design, uh, fashion pieces, classic pieces. Same principle as men, but a little bit more fashion-led. Really, the beauty of our business is everything is transportable. A couple of weeks back, I was in LA, New York. We go to the Middle East, Kazakhstan, Russia, anywhere. The way it works, I can, you know, meet a customer here today and then fit them next week in Moscow. Right. So it okay. gives you that complete flexibility The Red Lion has been described as a perfect example of a small Victorian gin palace at its best. Thanks to surviving the Blitz completely intact, it's become one of London's rare examples of original ornate Victoriana at its finest. We heard from manager Celia Salguero. Our main clientele is that all office people. Um, between uh, 12 o'clock and 8 o'clock at night, it's all offices and people who work in the area. When the tourists come in the weekend, it's lovely because you get another side of the atmosphere. If they want to see the landlady here, so I spend most of the time here, even in my days off. <laughs> if you are a tourist, if you are a worker, if you're just having a coffee around the corner, if you go to the chair, please come here to the Red Lion. I'm Michelle Aland. I am the chief executive of Handel & Hendricks in London. It's a great example of Georgian architecture in central London. We like to consider it a hidden gem of Mayfair. And what's amazing about it is Handel lived here for 30 years, so fans of Handel can come here and really take a, a pilgrimage to see where he worked, he performed, he rehearsed the operas. He probably wrote over 30 pieces while he was here. So he was a great musical innovator, a great composer. We have the music room. What's amazing about the music room is he actually performed the Messiah in the room. He would rehearse his operas, would have neighbors over and have recitals for the neighbors. I love the Kirkman harpsichord. It was just uh, loaned to us by the Warburg family. It's a beautiful historic instrument, which you don't see often. And then also his bedroom, um, where he would have lived and he also died in that room. So it's, it's quite historic. You can sort of take time travel, so you step out of the hustle and bustle and you have this lovely Georgian home. So you suddenly step back into the 1730s, which is an amazing feeling, and then you go up the creaky stairs and all the original floorboards are here, and then you step into the 1960s when you hit the Hendrix part of the house. 
the blue plaque was outside uh, when Jimi Hendrix lived there. So Hendrix was his neighbor a couple hundred years later. We love to think of it as a house dedicated to music. In the 1960s, uh, Brook Street was lively and lots of fashion, lots of music. It was a perfect place for Hendrix to be. Between all of the photographic evidence and also the, the living memory of Kathy Etchingham, his girlfriend at the time, who he lived with, we were able to recreate the space 99.9% .9 exactly as it was. We had um, a delivery man who worked at Love's Cafe, Mr. Love's was right below, and he came in, um, he was 19 at the time delivering food, and he came in and he, he had to sit down, he said, this is surreal, I'm just having a flashback to being 19 years old and walking into this place. Hendrix with three vinyls of Handel. Um, and he really loved um, the Messiah and the Hallelujah Chorus he loved as well. So he was a fan. Handel was German, Hendrix was American, and they came and they found their fame and fortune here in London. So London really gave them sort of their success. It was a long period to put the house together, a long period, a process of love, but everything has been painstakingly restored so fans can experience it as it was. My name's Ed Maggs. I'm an antiquarian bookseller with my family firm, Maggs Brothers Limited, uh, who were established in the 1850s. We've been in Mayfair for the best part of 100 years, the firm. And we buy and sell old books. <laughs> it's as simple as that. Books, manuscripts, autographs, um, things connected with those areas. The oldest things we regularly sell would be uh, pre-printing uh, Babylonian seals, um, clay tablets, things like that, which are relatively common in commerce. And uh, you might be dealing with something two or 3,000 years before Christ there. What every collector loves is um, dealing with a collection that's been intact for centuries. The longer it's been off the market, the more attractive it is. It's all seamless these days, um, uh, the internet and printed catalogues, and we travel a lot to book fairs and visiting libraries and so on. But we do think that having a shop and having a physical presence uh, in the West End and central London is always going to be critical, it's always going to be very important. We've got an extraordinary man called Dr. Titus Burda, English, Japanese and Chinese educated. And he, over the last 20 years, has been running our Chinese and Japanese department. Uh, he specialises in, in Japanese photography, Japanese photo books, and the early history of exploration of, of the Pacific and the Far East. Booksellers love dealing in things that aren't books. They, they leaven uh, the diet a little bit. Uh, my favourite object here is the, is the Livingston uh, fire grate, moulded with uh, Dr Livingston uh, on it. The hero of the age. The favourite book in stock right now, um, I think it might be T. Lawrence's copy of the, the stamp book he did. Cairo in 1918, um, somehow they found the energy and the time and the love uh, in uh, more or less in the height of the war to produce an extraordinarily elaborate book about the stamps they had designed uh, for the newly established Kingdom of the Hejaz. And this is a book I've always loved and I've now got T. Lawrence's own copy of that book. I'd snatched that from the flames, I think. Price range uh, varies from the tens to, to the millions. Um, a, a sort of a median um, price might be several hundreds, high hundreds, thousands. Uh, you can start making um, a good book collection with tens of pounds. Uh, on the other hand, if you buy in an informed way and you buy with love and enthusiasm, um, you're likely to make something of cultural value and in which the components actually become more valuable because of the collection they are in.
Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.